Uh, today and this second Sunday of Advent, as we order ourselves for this celebration, we are guided by the theme of this celebration. Go and proclaim. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make His paths straight. Go and proclaim. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make His paths straight. Before I continue, I would like to, in behalf of our leaders, to thank those who have benevolently supported the event or activities of the Holy Society of the Family yesterday. It was the celebration of the Feast of St. Nicholas, commonly known as Santa Claus. The emphasis of the Gospel reading today would lead us in the word commonly known also as preparation. Preparation. Saklanon pahaom. But let me first tell you, or once again, uh, remind us of the story of St. John the Baptist. We know, commonly, or known to each and every one of us, that St. John the Baptist, is we used to celebrate it during uh, June 24, and we are always find ourselves in the beach. Sometimes people go to the beach without first coming to the church. But to us, who have realized what the rule of St. John in our lives, we come first to the church, celebrate his feast, and then we go to the beach. You know that the father of St. John was Zacharias, and he is a priest. When I was new in the Lord, uh, people whom I am encountered with, they used to, shall I say, mock me because they said, in the charismatic Episcopal Church, the priests are married. And so, I would wonder in my mind, because I have grown in the Roman Catholic, the priests don't marry. But in the charismatic Episcopal Church, the clergy, the ones who are being ordained, are married. Mostly are married. And have married once. Okay. So, when I have nothing to say about or defend myself, why I am now in the CEC, as I am formerly in the Roman Catholic, my colleagues used to ask me this way. If a man being ordained as priest is married, how can he manage the church? For he will have two focus in the mind. The wife, 
your family, and your church. Well, at first, I agree with that. But when I studied the Word of God, I realized that, uh, let me recall to you yesterday, the uh, gospel reading yesterday was about Jesus blesses the little children. Amen. But I realized also that before Jesus, our Lord Jesus blesses the little children, he first blessed the parents. Amen? Why? Because it is important that we accept this blessing from the Lord our God as parents to rear our children well. Okay. Back to the gospel. And we are having a story about St. John. When I studied the word of God and I found it in, in the gospel of Luke, not part of our uh, reading this morning, but I realized that in this gospel, I can now face whoever will ask me that why is it that the priests and the, or the clergy and the CEC are married? Why? Because Sikariah, the father of St. John, is married to Elizabeth. And who is Elizabeth? Elizabeth is the cousin of Mary. Virgin Mary, the mother of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Realize that? Now, if ever someone comes to you and asks you, how is it that the priests or clergy in the CEC are married? You can boast in this. The father of a great man in the Holy Bible, St. John the Baptist, is a son of a priest, Sikariah. Father Sikariah. I would also emphasize, as I have said, that having a little or reminder of story about St. John, it is said also in this book, St. Uh, Luke, that Mary, Virgin Mary, the mother of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, is the cousin of Elizabeth. Now, how they are related? They are related as a big family. Just what we are. Before, I have never met you. I have never known you. But now, you know me, and I know you. We become a community and a big family. In the life of St. John the Baptist, we would see that it was not just as easy to him to proclaim the coming of the Lord, to prepare the way for the coming of God. It was a hard time for him because during those days, Christianity is just a beginning. It's just a beginning. I would like to emphasize also, to give emphasis that today's gospel, Mark chapter 1, verse 1 to 8, would give us the idea 
of what is the importance of preparation. When the vicar of the church, Father June, soon to be the bishop of the Diocese of Visayas, when he informed me uh, two weeks ago that I will celebrate the Mass, what did I do? Preparation. That's why, though I'm busy with the kind of work that I have, I always sit down with the Holy Bible and talk to God. And Lord, what do you want me? What do you want me to share with your people? And he told me, focus on the word preparation. Are we expecting something? Do we? Same with me. Same with me. I am also expecting something particularly this coming Christmas. Might be a family, member of the family will be coming home. Maybe a package will be sent to us. Or maybe something that are on the way, on the way for us. The importance of preparation is the heart. It's the heart. Well, as I've said, might be we are expecting somebody to come home this Christmas. What is our heart's preparation for them? Should we, when they enter the house and knock at our door, Oh, my beloved, how are you this day? And you will embrace them. And you will hug them. And you will greet them. Many preparations are on its way. But I would like to give focus also uh, the meaning of preparation is the action or process of making ready for use. Uh, that readiness uh, includes the planning, the training, the studying with a goal in the mind. As if Rehearsing yourself if somebody comes to your house, an unexpected ex, an, an visitor. So you will be rehearsing yourself, studying, planning. What will you speak before them? What will you do? What will you say to them? And this preparation, making it ready for yourself, what you must do, is applicable in all aspects. Like farmers, farmers, they need to have that land preparation. If you're a fisherman, you need to prepare your nets, your boats, and everything they're in. If you're a carpenter, you need to prepare your tools. If you're a mechanic, more and more preparation. If you're an engineer, you will draw sketches you will do sketches of what will you do. My job, my work, I always prepare this. A little, a, one half sheet of paper. And everything I will do for a week, I will write in this little piece of paper. I have three ball pins in my pocket, and I have one pencil and eraser. Why? 
if ever changes comes, I will arrow that and I will put word later, deeper, or etc. But when it is done, I will just cancel it. Check. So, everything that I have written in a piece of paper in a week, I must accomplish it. If I cannot, then I will write it again the next Sunday. Did you know what is the title of my my writing sheet of paper? JHGR Daily Activities and Transactions. And what is the first thing I have written in here? CC is M. CC is M. Cathedral Church of St. Michael. That is daily. That is daily. And the next, all the offices, all the transactions. And what is the praise from the Word of God that I have written therein? I have written herein. I will honor God with what I do have. That is found in Proverbs, Proverbs 3, verse 9. I will honor God with what I do have. Why? Because we cannot honor God with which we haven't. We can honor, only honor God with what we have. What we have. We have our mind. We have our heart. We have our being. All of this in us, we can honor God. Amen? Out of mind, out of heart, we can do that. It's only when we honor God, when we have our mind on Him and our heart focused on Him. Our whole being is being illumined by the words which we have heard from Him through His words. That's why I decided, this is, I said I will not bring this anymore, my God. Bring that, He said to me last night. And take it and give to the people as an example. Last night, I was dreaming. I shared this to, with my wife when we woke up this early morning. I said, I was, we're, we're, all, we're almost starting a positional. And then here comes Bishop Ricardo. Here comes Bishop Ricardo. And he stood in that portion, in that chair, where he used to. And then, he bowed the altar, and then looked at the people who are, in, who are preparing for the positionals. And I was there, because I am tagged and tasked to do this thing this day. And so what will I do? Because I am seeing him. Of course, you know that. Even in his pictures, I do bow because he is my mentor and he is my elder brother in the Lord. So when, I, when, when our eyes closes and the positional started, that was just a dream. But even in our dreams, God will remind us of people who have been instrumental for the faith that we have having this day. Even the words of encouragement that God is bringing to us. So, we are focusing in preparations, but I have three words for you. Encouraging words that will enable us to prepare properly. In our first reading, there was that 
the Lord's comforting words to Zion. Today, I will give you three encouraging words that would like for us to learn or to be familiar with and be reminded. One, listen to God in our preparation because we will be undergoing mission works as we are given the task during our convocation. Go forth! Go forth! So we are tasked to do mission works. And in, 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 in preparation, we are to listen to God. Obey God and trust God. I call this LTO preparation. LTO preparation. Don't you know that we are, when you are learning driving, you are given a word of encouragement by the officers of the LTO? They said, stop, look, and listen, and you will drive well. And further, they will said, obey the traffic rules and be confident of your driving, driving ability. Be confident in the Lord. As I have said, we have three encouraging words. Listen to God, obey God, trust God. The question is, how and why we listen to God? How and why? Because when you listen to God, He will guide you. Amen? He will guide you in business, in works, in tasks, in everything. When you listen to God, He will guide you. For where He guides, He provides. Exactly. Exactly. Second, why obey God? If you can obey something else or anybody else. When I was working with two companies in Makati, I have, I have four bosses, four seniors. So the other one will tell me, uh, Sir Rich, can you do this for me? I simply, he's my boss. Yes. Other one will approach me, Sir Rich, can you do this for me? Yes, of course. The other one will come to me, Sir Rich, can you do this? Yes, I will do this for you. The other one will come. Serenius, can you do this for me? Of course, I will do that for you. I have four bosses. And I have to do the work according to their requests. For if not, they will issue me more. From the cashier, don't pay him if he doesn't finish the work. What a memo. Don't pay him if he could not finish the works. So I have to be in a hurry to prepare and accomplish the works. And when I, when, when I accomplish the works, I immediately went to his, his office and his table and said, Sir, 
the works which you have requested me are accomplished. And he will write in the table in his writing pad to the cashier. Give him the pay. <laughs> but when it comes to God, but when it comes to God, even though my bosses will call me Saturday and Sunday, I will ignore. Why? Because I have to go to church. I have to serve God during Sunday. That's why in, my, in our home, in my gate, you may have an appointment with Jose Hendrix G. Ruiz every Monday to Friday, except, except Saturday and Sunday, plus holidays. And so when my client came, particularly those who are millionaires, when, we, when they come to me, it's a hurting words I have heard. Isn't it that you are paid by the works you do? How is it that you, you do not accept our transaction Saturday and Sunday? I said, I responded humbly, Ma'am, we have Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. How is it that you come to me and have an appointment during Monday? But, kindly please, allow me. I do not say, don't disturb me. I said, kindly allow me to be in the church Saturday and Sunday. And he, she looked at me very intently. I was happy. Why we obey God? Because in our obedience, you shall eat the best of the land. Amen? Are you eating the best of the land these days? Truly. Because that is the character of our God. When we come to Him in prayers and we listen to Him and we obey Him, He sees to it that He will provide for us and He will allow us to eat the best of the land. And the third, why trust God? Not the other thing. Why not trust riches? Why not trust where you are rendering your services in an office? Why not trust a person? Why not trust somebody that whom you are acquainted with? We trust God because He Himself commends us of your trust or faith in Him. He said, several times in the Holy Book, we found it. Your faith has made you well. Not just for the sick person, not just for those who have infirmities, but for those who have means of earnings, works, you are a farmer, fisherman, carpenter, engineer, everything. You're a businessman. Your faith has made you better. Why? Because we make plans how to expand our 
businesses, our means of livelihood, our work, and having realized how important is preparation for the tasks that are given to us. We are to listen to God, obey God, and trust God. Now, may I ask, how do we make preparation for the way of the Lord? How? Listen, obey, and trust God in all aspects of our lives because God is willing, very much willing, to answer us, to provide for us, to guide us, and to bless us. Because he said, your faith, our faith, has made us well. What we need to do for those who are new in the Lord Accept the Lordship of Jesus Christ in your life. Practice daily of what you have learned from the Word of God. And first and above all, love God above all and love one another. In so doing, we give glory, honor, praises and thanksgiving to our God, magnifying His name, making Him bigger and greater in every day of our lives. And in the works we do, all the tasks, the assignments, even in our preparation, make Him a big God in you. And He will do and take His part because this is the character of God that we serve. This is a good preparation for the Lord's coming. Amen. In the Father, Son, and Spirit.